0: Hey all you cool cats and kittens. Oh yeah, I gotta admit it. I'm hung up on Tiger King just like everybody else is. This is Kevin Stevenson and you're listening to I Don't Care with me on Market Scale Radio. And uh, we've been doing uh, a lot of social distancing and obviously uh, binge watching of Netflix. And so uh, I had a I was trying out a new opener. Hope you like that. Uh, Tiger King has been quite the quite the rage in our house over the last week. I gotta admit, and, and yes, I really do think Carol uh, killed her husband. But that's neither here nor there. So we are uh, we're still talking a lot about COVID from a different industry standpoints. But I do have a, a little funny. Oh well, okay. So it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Uh, on uh, Wednesday, April Fool's Day, which uh, is kind of appropriate for this story, uh, an (laughs) 18-wheeler outside of Dallas, Texas, uh, turned over, uh, the driver was fine, by the way, turned over, caught fire, and unfortunately, it was full of toilet paper. And so, you know, the media was making a big deal about it. People thought, oh, you know, they were hearing about it on social media, thinking, oh, this is an April Fool's joke. I can, arrest, I can assure you that it was not a joke, that toilet paper did burn, so please do us all a favor and conserve as much as you possibly can, because there's another truckload of toilet paper that we don't have in the world today. So uh, we're going to be talking with somebody who is incredibly close to me. Um, it's my wife, Michelle Stevenson and she is a relatively new flight attendant. And so I wanted to talk to her about the airline industry and how has COVID impacted uh, air travel. And so uh, she's been telling me a lot of great stories over the last couple of weeks. And so I wanted to bring her on so that she can share some of the differences between before and after from an insider's point of view in the airline industry. So whenever we come back, You'll get to hear my lovely wife, Michelle, talk about her adventures in the sky on I Don't Care with me, Kevin Stevenson. And we're back with I Don't Care with Kevin Stevenson. And tonight, you're in for a real treat because my guest tonight happens to be my lovely wife of, yes, almost 33 years. Say hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi. That was my wife, obviously. And the reason I had her on here because, you know, we've been talking about COVID over the last few weeks is because my wife is a flight attendant for a really fun airline. Shell, how long have you been a flight attendant?
1: Less than a year.
0: Okay. So what did you do before that?
1: I was a teacher for nearly 15 years. And I raised kids. And I've done a variety of different things in my life.
0: And you started out, you were interior designer, and you've done all sorts of stuff. And so, you know, I tell everybody your flight attendant career is like career number five for you. What made you want to do this?
1: Um, I was honestly tired of teaching full-time and was looking for something fun to do and found out that they were accepting applications and honestly just thought, why not? It'll be a fun career. I get to meet people and get to travel, and it'll be fun.
0: Yeah, and if you haven't already figured it out, listeners, uh, my wife talks more than I do, so this is a perfect career for her, and uh, so I think one of the other big benefits of this uh you know, one of the reasons why I encouraged her was I get free flight benefits. So that's a really fun part of this. So, But I wanted, I wanted Michelle to, to tell uh, the viewer the viewers, the listeners, about, you know, how has COVID-19 impacted uh, the airline industry? And so, Michelle, tell me a little bit about, you know, how, is, how has everything changed because of COVID? You know, what was it like beforehand? I mean, just a typical day as a flight attendant, what did you do?
1: Well, I haven't been in the industry long enough to know any differently um, because this started soon enough. After that, there were some other changes that um, made an impact on the group that I work with. Um, A typical flight attendant will take a schedule 12 to 15 days of the month and work flights. Every other month, there's a reserve line where you wait to be called and use... You're
0: like a substitute teacher, except you're a substitute flight attendant. Right.
1: And so being new, I was more apt to be called for reserve than I was a regular line. So depending on how long they've been flying, you can determine whether you'll be more reserve or more on the line. But a typical... Month is 12 to 14, 15
0: days Yeah, okay. And, and so, you know, you're flying all around the country and, and life is good. And, and, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, before all this hit, what, what, were, the, what were the cleaning practices of, of an airplane? You know, how, how often is it, is it totally clean? What did you guys do in between flights to make sure that it was clean?
1: A typical flight or a plane is cleaned every night by a cleaning crew. Um, we didn't do much past that as flight attendants other than when we picked up trash, we used gloves so that we wouldn't be um, handling any trash on our hands. But nothing more than just kind of average. Yeah,
0: y'all didn't walk down the aisle and wipe down seats and stuff like that? or No, nope, we
1: just picked up seat belts oh, okay. and trash. okay. Just general cleanliness. Yeah,
0: most of your passengers are pretty clean, so that's good. True. Uh, <laughs> so now, how has it changed?
1: The biggest change is that the cleaning crew does clean every seat at night they wipe down the seats they wipe down the tray tables they even use um the disinfectant spray kind of a vaporizing um much like we would do aerosol spray in a container or in a room um so that they're doing that inside the contained airplane
0: yeah okay well, uh, you know, I mean, cleanliness is really important obviously on on an aircraft. And I do know that that the uh the air inside of an airplane is filtered through HEPA filters. And so it's typically, you know, it's typically pretty clean anyway. But but now you've got you've got a situation where uh you've got to be so much more intentional about it. And and from what I understand, a lot most airlines are using you know, more of a, it's almost a hospital grade disinfectant and cleanser on the, on the aircraft now. Um, so you know, I know that, that your airline has, has discontinued or canceled about oh, 40% of your flights daily. and I just read today that another large aircraft uh, or airline um, has uh, laid off or furloughed about 1500, pilots. And so there's a real change in that regard I understand, you know, you've told me that that your your airline hasn't furloughed anybody yet, but there's lots of different things that are that are happening uh to to really alleviate the need for a you know, a, as many crew members as you typically have. What are some of the programs that that your airline's uh doing right now?
1: We've been allowed as flight attendants to use any sick days that we might need. We can take um, some family leaves. They um, have tried to make accommodations for those that are caring for elderly parents or have child so care issues. So use an FMLA
0: and things like that right. for, for those. Okay. Now,
1: most recently, we are offered an emergency time off, which hmm. can be a month or two months. You get to bid on how long you want to take that emergency time off, and that does not impact absences it doesn't give us any penalties it still pays keep your insurance insurance,
0: yeah and your benefits so that's good
1: Uh, but we just are not required to fly because we just don't need as many people yeah flights can't flights have been canceled and schedules have been rearranged to accommodate what's still necessary
0: okay well and and you know uh, we're in a situation that you know our kids have been out of the house for for a number of years and, and honestly, you know, fortunately for us, this is a fun thing, you know, and and you you get to go and, and travel and do some fun stuff and, and make make pretty decent money, and you know I get to take free flights <laughs> and I really like that, and, and so uh, but there are a lot of people that I mean this is their job, this is their main job, their their source of uh, of income, and so a lot of people, you know, you've told me that that a number of your uh, your colleagues. Are are really scrambling to pick up all these flights, right?
1: Yeah, there are some that you know are totally reliant on that. By me bidding on an emergency time off situation or taking time off, it really allows those that want to fly and want to make their regular salary the ability to do that. Yeah,
0: how sweet of you! That's oh yeah. yes, <laughs> <Such> <laughs> sacrifice. well, uh, and 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 to be honest, I mean, you and I are in. in to to the industries that are most affected by by COVID right now, with with me being a hospital minister and you being a flight attendant, we're kind of on the front lines. I mean, you know, I'm I'm walking through the halls every day, and and you're walking through the aisles, you know, whenever you're flying. And, and encountering people that that could be infected and not know about it so
1: so, keep so your distance
0: yeah keep your distance yeah yeah <laughs> and, and and by the way you're not social distancing right now which I kind of enjoy but you know that's that's another story for another uh, another, another show, show. Uh, so so what are what are you and your colleagues doing to to keep yourself safe I mean yeah how, how are you going about that
1: well you know the airplanes are cleaned at night but when we're flying we're at taking extra precautions, we are supplied with masks and gloves, and invited to and welcome to use those in any way we want to. At first, uh, we were discontinuing service. We're not having drinks and cups and ice and exchanges between passengers. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of conversation. We're keeping that social distancing. By having less passengers on the plane, it also allows people to have more room. Most say that's good. Yeah, most often they have their own row so that they can sit by themselves and not have to it, not spread any germs and not be afraid to catch anything from us, for that matter. Oh yeah, um, we do wear gloves anytime. We're encouraging uh, customers as they get on the plane to go ahead and use their wipes that they've purchased and brought. They can use masks. Wipe down the seats another time. Wipe down the tray tables an extra time. Yeah. And then we collect all that trash in a trash bag before we ever leave the ground, so that there's no cross contamination. Oh, that's good. No fear of that garbage getting spread. And we put that away before we ever leave.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can see that that being a real plus, you know, for your folks. Well, you know, you're talking about the flights, and the ones that haven't been canceled have such you know so few passengers on it a a friend of mine was telling me that that his daughter was coming to visit him uh and she was uh she had a two-leg trip the first leg was from was between two major cities and there were seven total people on a plane and so kind of the same thing she she got her whole section and then she caught a commuter flight into into Waco and she was the only person on the flight
1: True, airlines still have to carry um, cargo, mail, mm-hmm. medical supplies. They're still doing those things well, and, even and, when the passengers aren't
0: flying. Yeah, and, and you still got people who have to fly. I mean, the essential workers. Uh, you know, some people are are like I, you tell me the story of the of the truck driver that was mm-hmm. caught a plane to catch his his next load in in another city. And so, you know, it's not like, I I don't think there are a whole lot of people out there flying for fun right now.
1: No, I think it's all (laughs) necessary. There are stories on stories. One of my classmates had the honor and privilege of flying a full flight the other day, which was shocking, but it was because they were taking a, a bunch of nurses to New York So that those medical workers could be there for them. Um, So it made it kind of a a fun trip and you felt like you really were serving a purpose. There are several other stories of where people absolutely have to travel. One man was traveling to be with his family because he had been working in another state. Um, His family had been in a car accident and mm, so yeah. uh, the wife had passed away. He was going to get oh, his children. So you just never know the situation of somebody and why they feel it's necessary to travel. So many times we say, "Why are these people flying?" But we don't understand what's going on. Yeah, their lives. right,
0: right. I mean, you know, life is still going on, even even though you know it's going. Yeah, you know, we're we're staying at home, uh, or many people are, and so. Uh, you know, there, there's all like you said. There's all these different reasons why people are flying. You know, and there's there are a lot of people who are just trying to get home. You know, I know a lot of students that uh, you know weren't spending their time on the beach in, in Florida or South Padre Island, Texas, who were actually at school and their schools shut down. You know, I was I was on a call today with a, and the president of Baylor University was on, and she said. You know, that they shut classes down during spring break, they extended spring break, and now they're on, uh, they're in the midst of of online learning. And, but the thing that I didn't even think about was a lot of the students, uh, had left and they expected to come back and so all of their you know their belongings their school books their computers were still in their you know in their dorm rooms or their apartments and so you know Baylor's trying to figure out how you know when and how can they let students come back to to get their uh, to get their belongings and so a lot of that for students that are from you know states far away from Texas you know they're going to have to fly in and so, you know, hopefully there's going to be enough flights still out there that the, that the kids can do that. So, you know, so, um, you know, I really, uh, really enjoyed the stories about, you know, that you've told me uh, about flying the nurses up to New York City. And, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot more of that going on. Uh, any other cool stories that you've heard uh, from colleagues?
1: Um, there have been a lot of opportunities for people to meet those that are interesting. Um, I know that when this first started a few weeks ago, every flight was full coming back from the vacation spots. We have some international places and then also throughout Florida and those packed, those flights were just packed. There were so many people coming, just trying to get home. Um, I had the opportunity to meet several families, um, that were trying or several couples or even individuals that were trying to be with their family, just Mm -hmm. trying to get home. Yeah. And so it was kind of nice to know that they were there. Now, the trips going to Florida and to those more interesting destinations were, you know, five, 10 passengers. Yeah. And that diminished over time. It started, you know, with 30 three weeks ago, and now there's probably five on each of those. Uh, But again, mostly people trying to get out and get home and stay safe.
0: Yeah, well, tell 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 the listeners about the one flight that you were on when you were deadheading and if you were you don't remember this <laughs> I don't story remember. really so this many was a good stories. story yeah so- now this was a story that that y'all were uh, you were deadheading from uh uh Houston to Dallas to catch another flight remember
1: oh and there were about 25 employees on the flight because we don't yeah. rerouted uh, it was a great opportunity for us just to get to know each other and to hang out. But you know, but, we're all kind of struggling with the same. stuff. Yeah. Obviously, there's something else. And no, no, that was it. It oh, was okay. just funny
0: that that all of you know. Yeah, there were so many. Y- y'all those. took up more than half of the flight. You know, oh, yeah. just trying to. There get... weren't
1: even 40 total people, and we yeah. were more than half. Uh, but it was kind of a nice opportunity to get to share. A lot of those people have been flying for a long time, and so to them, yeah. this is devastating. This is oh overwhelming. yeah, overwhelming. Now, like I said, I haven't been flying long enough. Everything's been different for me because yeah. it changes so quickly. Um, but it was fun to kind of meet everybody and see well, what cool. they're doing. and like I said, everybody's just trying to be creative, keep their distance, lots of gloves being used, lots of wipes, mm-hmm. um, cute little face masks, being oh yeah, made. and um you know, we've had the conversation about I don't know how much a fabric masks yeah, uh, how much a fabric mask would actually um protect yeah. you but it's really designed more to keep from if somebody has some covid yeah. or if they have anything even a regular flu at this point what keeps you from
0: coughing on somebody else well it keeps
1: <laughs> them from you know it getting on your skin and you're rubbing your face yeah and don't and touch it, your face wash your, wash your hands face. how many
0: times do i have to tell wash you wash
1: your hands wash your hands wash your hands yeah um and so they've come up with some real cute ones that have um airline themed. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Well, and the
0: other, the other group of of flight attendants I was thinking about are the ones who have been flying for many, many years, who really get to pick and choose their flights Mm -hmm. and who, who really only fly those international routes. And now those are shut down. And so, you know, again, senior flight attendants who, who are either having to take PTO, or they're having to to go ahead and and take some sort of a a long term leave for that. So, -uh. you know, this is a new world for them, certainly.
1: Yeah. And we're lucky at this point, our company has not furloughed anyone. Yeah. And if those trips are canceled for this month, they'll still get paid for the trips that they bid on. See, that's good. Um, and, and like I said, it's a reduction in hours for those who volunteer, but it's not mandatory. Yeah. There and will be, everybody will be okay. Yeah.
0: You'll still be getting, you know, some you of something. your, you'll get some income, you'll still get your benefits and all that. And that's what's really important to, to so many people. So, well, any last words from this little flight attendant? <laughs> Be
1: safe. Wash your hands. Cover your mouth. Keep your distance.
0: You know what? It's <laughs> the reason you're such a good flight attendant is because you're such a great mom. Because you're your telling mom. people the same thing.
1: That's right. Wash your
0: hands. Quit touching each other. Yeah. Okay.
1: They mean it. Go clean out a closet. Yeah. yeah do something productive. This
0: time, this time you're serious. I know. That's right. Okay, so. Uh, uh, this wasn't as bad as you thought it'd be, was it?
1: No, it wasn't.
0: Bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why you were why you were nervous? I don't know because, like I said, you talk more than me, and we've only been together over 35 years. It's not like we run out of things to talk about. So <laughs> now we
1: can talk about
0: this. Yeah. So anyway. Shell, I really enjoyed having you on my show. We'll have to do this again sometime.
1: Thank you for thinking my thoughts are valuable.
0: Well, your thoughts are always valuable. You know that. Okay. Love you, honey. Thanks. Thank you. All right. Bye.